Hey everybody, welcome into another deep dive from the bowels of the murky waters. Is that, is, is that good? <laughs> That's great. That's great. All right. This is uh, one of your co-hosts. The main co-host is... Joe. Joe, and my name is Todd. So we this is a second episode. And what are we going to be talking about today? Today we're going to be talking about moving forward from the negativity and moving on. So sort of clarity from the murky waters. Yeah, or... Not, or, or since they're murky waters, um, I, I guess some kind of direct path to be able to traverse them. Exactly. That's a good point. Because <clears throat> so often we're just stuck in the either past that can hold us down or we're just in, a, I guess, a neutral state to where we don't really move forward. We don't really see the clarity. So we're going to give a few examples, I guess, today. And also talk about maybe some personal experiences that we both have gone through. And maybe you guys can chime in on the comments and let us know uh, what are some of yours as well. So what's a f- how you want to start this one? Uh, uh, um, well, well the, w- the, w- the way you said it um, made me think a lot of the negativity comes from or can come from being inside your own head. Mm-hmm. Um thinking that the world is always against you. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you get to that point, it's kind of hard, I guess, to get out of those murky waters. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, so I guess we could talk about maybe some, uh, what, what helps us to be able to stay positive because um, taking a look at the news taking a look at social media mm-hmm. especially right now oh, yeah you know it everything is completely negative everybody's been on edge since certain presidential uh, you know elections mm-hmm. um, it, that's when everybody I think kind of well everybody's always been on edge but that's when the band started snapping <laughs> I believe so because I don't know if you remember because it's a good point I think, I think we we'll start with politics is the fact that I remember with Obama, everyone was like, oh, my God, a first black president. That's the end of the nation. There's People were just, like, freaking the hell out. And then a year or two into it, it was like nothing. It was like normal. Right. And I didn't think it was going to get any worse than that as far as people freaking out. But mm-hmm. then when Trump came around, it's just been haywire. And then, like you mentioned, social media, with politics just alone, 2020 has been an incredible year. Like the most entertaining, scary, upside down. I mean, if you think you've seen it all, you you haven't until something happens. It's it's it blows my mind. Twenty twenty has just been like since right after before the Super Bowl with Kobe dying. It's yeah. been downhill ever since. And we're not even. I mean, it's we're barely halfway to the year. Yeah. That's the scary thing. Tomorrow's June. Yeah. We're not even halfway through there. I saw a shirt I wanted to buy online the other day. It was uh, on Facebook. Uh, it was one of those advertisements that says 2020 sucks. <laughs> it's like, man, I think I want to buy one of those at least. Are the Barbara Walters shoes? Or the- <laughs> no, no, the show. <laughs> yeah, you remember that, right? Yeah. I'm Baba Wawa. Um, yeah. Yeah, with, with well, with politics has been in, in general, it's been pretty crazy because it's been dividing people. 
and then you know well, even further yeah and now more people all of a sudden have some kind of opinion or think they do yeah when, when it's just them yelling for some reason yeah and i think that's the curse with social media in general too it's because where people like us would never be able to have a platform to talk or to make um any kind of podcast any kind of show was we would need really super expensive equipment or you know you can now do a show off your phone you can do one off of uh, you know facebook internet whatever just throwing out a video or everyone's got an opinion basically and before everyone did too but now it's seen by everybody like you know i mean you just put you have enough friends you put it out there if you it's it can go viral i mean just anyone can speak their mind whereas you wouldn't have it before yeah and a lot of it's so so dumb Mm-hmm. Like it, when you open up a comment or a comment section or something, it's just nonsense. Mm-hmm. Complete, complete nonsense. And I mean, like, what's what's the point? <laughs> yeah, and, and that's a, that's the thing too. But see, whereas you would see through that, you know, other people are kind of like, hey, he has a point. Yeah. yeah. Or oh no, I gotta say something about this. No, no, yeah. no. And then it makes it go viral because people want it. Because a lot of people will just throw stuff out there that they know is gonna get heat. Yeah. And then if they throw it out there and it gets enough heat, well then they get enough pub. They get their five minutes of fame or whatever. So, um, being positive with that is almost looked. I mean, it's hard to be positive on social media because of everything that's going on. And when you try to navigate everything and try to put something out there for being positive like for me for instance like with the covid stuff i got i could and i still can't understand i posted hey the numbers are going down in georgia where they've opened up numbers are going down in texas where they opened up numbers are going down in arizona you know this is a good thing i had so many people like mad (laughs) that i was posting positive stuff and they're all like that's fake news why are you gonna do that i'm like look at the sources you know like i'm just posting like hey it's good we can get out there oh well, those people are going to be in the emergency room in 14 days like do you want to see them in the emergency room i mean <laughs> i don't get it well not just that but what information that they have that they know that in 14 days <laughs> that's yeah. going to be in there because they're the same ones that were saying this is a new norm you know we need to be wearing these masks and the fact that i'm not going to go outside stay inside save save lives now they're saying you only need a mask if there's you're around someone that has COVID. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's constantly changing. You don't know what to believe, but you do see the numbers, and that's all I was pulling from. But then all that mask does is keep the saliva in your mouth. <laughs> that's it. Because, I mean, it's just a little piece of cloth. Mm-hmm. That's all they expect you to have over your face. And you could still smell if someone's smoking a cigarette, right? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so I don't, I don't understand what the whole, why people are so freaked out. It's like I remember when I had gone to Target. Mm-hmm. Like there was this lady. Well, for, she was taking forever to get in. Get in first of all, and so I'm like, I'm trying to get around her, and she's got all her kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, come on, lady. And then she sees that I, I'm like behind her, obviously trying to get in. Um, and she does the whole uh, stretch out her arms, arms thing for the six distance thing. <laughs> and I'm like walking by her, and I'm like, well, if you don't want to get, if you don't want to get sick, then get out of the entryway. Yeah, know? yeah. But it's just people are so exaggerated, though. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get to. Well, they think you're going to kill them if, if, they, if you're not wearing a mask. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's incredible. This whole That's the other thing, too. I mean, the Rona thing has just turned everything upside down. Nothing 
was positive on television. If you watch CNN, they're trying to scare you all the time. And um, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> staying positive and being, you know, getting out of situations is one thing in life. But when you have something like this, which affects everyday life, which is not something that normally would be in your peripheral and worry, you know, having to worry about now, it's it's right there, whether you like it or not. So not only are you trying to navigate through the stuff that's maybe bringing you down or you're trying to, you know, get on the right side of things, you got to deal with this, mm-hmm. you know. And so we have a couple of things out there right now that are, that, you know, whether you have inner demons or, you know, have family issues or this and that, <clears throat> we're having to deal with those on top of that. So I think that's where it's adding to stress. So this is why I think it's good to talk about how we can navigate through those things. Yeah, which isn't something that's... That's easy. Mm-hmm. That's definitely something you have to work on and take the time to slow down and actually, um, I guess, uh, try to see things in a new perspective. Um, wait. <laughs> <laughs> brain fart? Yeah, again, I'm still recovering. <laughs> I got the wet brain stuff. <laughs> But did, like, how does how do you get through those things when they when they're presented to you? Like, what do you use now that helps you to just see things more clearly? Like, what is your okay? I see what you're saying. So, like, a, a way we could do do that. Well, for me, would be through music. Okay. Just uh, I remember, um, like the one the one thing that I like about well, no, the, one of the things I like about music is that. The, since, well, I mean, you can see I have some kind of speech impediment. Since I was, <laughs> since I was younger, I've always had a stutter. Uh-huh. But, um, so, you know, it's always kind of hard to be understood. But the way music works, the way it, the way it hits your eardrums, the way that it makes you, the way that makes you move, um, when you see a bunch of people grooving and dancing to one song, that's one universal understanding of, of the feelings that that person is trying to uh, 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 portray mm-hmm. so um, listening to positive songs you know happy songs re- reggae mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, reggae maybe one some island music you know something funky something that gets you in a good mood to to move you forward um, you know starting my day off that way or even ending my night I've been falling asleep to lo-fi you know okay. just to kind of you know, help me go to sleep um, setting that right mood and and you going forward with that mood um, and trying to carry that on forward and passing it on to people and actually taking the time to do that. Um, you're able to see and maybe pick up uh, people trying to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe before when you were blinded by uh, frustration or something. Um, now and now you're able to see, uh, oh, this guy wasn't trying to get in my way. He just you know he, he just didn't see mm-hmm. or um or you know you, you you walk by a human being instead of having your your head down or instead of just uh, disregarding them as an individual you actually say hi mm. you know and then yeah. just just as enough to maybe make that guy say hi to somebody else and just you know um you have to be that you have to it starts with you yeah that positivity definitely yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, uh, I've seen a commercial like that where it's sort of like a chain reaction that brought, you know, where some guy opens a door for someone 
and then someone says hi to the next person or someone drops something to pick it up for them and it continues a, a chain because of that and that's a brilliant point because um those are the little things that can bring you joy or bring you happiness or just change your mindset you could be having a crappy day and if someone just you know does something nice for you out of the blue as small as it is you're like oh okay you know like it kind of could kind of calm you down and get you out of a mood and then staying on that and working on that it becomes easier because sometimes it's not easy to recognize those things Mm -hmm. right away you want to disregard it or you know, you want to be annoyed about it, but the more you practice that and the more you observe it, the more you slow down, the easier it is to pick up on that and be able to to push it forward. Yeah, because <clears throat> I think um, what was hard for me when, when I moved out of state real quick, I moved to Tennessee. Why? I was there for three. <laughs> Why did you go to Tennessee? Work. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. So I went there for like three years, and the thing that struck me was people were too nice. You know, and coming from L.A. at the time, I was jaded by everything and I didn't have manners. I didn't I wasn't really like nice to everybody first and saying, you know, hi and bye. And over there was mandatory to say, yes, ma'am, no, sir, or yes, sir, no, sir, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so going over there and people showing me respect, I wanted to do what you said and pay it forward and do the same thing to other people. And, um, like over here, you know, I would, you know, discipline my children. And one time I did it in public, I made the God awful mistake of spanking my daughter on the butt. Oh, no. They called the cops. You monster. Yeah. And so when I first moved to Memphis, I was there for like maybe two days. We went to a Walmart. I'm in line. My daughter just hauls off and haymakers, my other one. And I'm like, that's it. You're going to get it when you get home. And the check, the cashier and the woman behind me said, no, take care of it. You gotta get to the seat of pants right now. Go ahead and spank her. My daughters looked at me like, what? And then like, the <laughs> gr- girl's like, I'll wait. You know, the woman behind me, <laughs> so it's like, they do things different there, you know? Nice, nice, so, um, yeah, you definitely get to see the other side of things, basically, is what I was trying to say. Man, their rods are not spared, man. No. That is nice. <laughs> they were like, take it to the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Nip it in the butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, something as, I mean, it could be hard, I know, talking to individuals or mm-hmm. as you're walking by because everybody's response sometimes isn't as positive as you put forward mm-hmm. because that does happen. You have to recognize that too. Mm-hmm. You can't just go out there and be like, okay, well, you deserve, or you owe me a hello back or you owe me an act of kindness back because then that wouldn't be you trying to do it, you know, from the heart. Yeah, yeah. It's just you trying to get something out of it. But something as simple as shooting someone a smile. Yeah. You know, that 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 is easier than opening your mouth and vibrating those vocal cords and making the nonsense come out because it always is something about the weather, something dumb. Yeah. You know, when you pass by somebody, you don't have to know their language to understand what a smile is. Yeah, absolutely. On their face. Or like like what you're famous for when you used to we used to play basketball, you said to Frankie, give him the nod, you know? Yeah, give him the nod. Yeah, so like <laughs> The other day we were riding down the bicycle trail and people are just in a good mood for whatever on the trail and they're walking by and they they smile at you or, you you know, they give the head nod, Mm -hmm. give it right back to them, say good morning. And you feel good at the same time. They're they're making contact with you. And like you said, probably some of those people didn't know my language. I don't know theirs. But the fact is you said hi and you were respectful and that brightens their day a little bit and you brighten theirs a little bit and it works out. So, um... 
Yeah, so it's it's all about appealing to to the human empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have that out there and you have that love uh, for individuals, true love for individuals, um, it, it becomes easier to be able to, uh, well, I guess, I guess, uh, c- conduct yourself with individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, easier to be around in in in. Surroundings and stuff. Yeah, um, I think too to, to feed off what you're saying is like when you're in your low low point. Because I've been there, you've done, you've been there, we've all done that. But if you don't have love of yourself for yourself at some point, you're not going to have love for another person. You're not going to have respect for another person if you don't respect yourself. So a lot of it is us dealing with our issues or with our personality traits to change them for the better. And then we can help others out without even knowing. Right. We got to remember, too, that we're not always the one with the worst day. Oh, that's right. There's always somebody that has it worse off. It could always be a lot worse. So Mm -hmm. that, too, keeping yourself humble. Dude, that's a great point. Humility takes a lot out of it, too. Because a lot of time your ego can get in the way, especially, well, well, I mean, you're you're German, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm Mexican. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean... Sometimes, you know, sometimes our people get, get get a little wild. I mean, just within each other. Yeah. Or, you know, other mm-hmm. Latins don't like other Latins for some reason. Mm-hmm. I, they're all terrible, so I don't know why they hate <laughs> 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 well, well, it's like It's like every race has their own one where they look down upon or whatever for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Like, like, say, for instance, myself. Like, if I don't want to generalize as German, I could say, okay, I'm a white guy. Mm-hmm. We are not fans of the hillbilly redneck type stuff because that makes us look bad, mm-hmm. you know, or, or like the, the ones that are working class type. And I think every race has that thing. And, but if you judge every one of them like that, you're just as bad, you know. So it's sort of like a catch-22, but I totally get what you're saying. And then as far as a humble thing, my mom used to tell me, like, like don't eat, um, you know, you got to finish your plate, finish your food. You know, there's people starving in Africa. I'm like, well, then mail it to him. But then that's like my ego. Like, I'm not, you know, I, I don't understand. Like, even though, or, or she'd say, you know, we're having hot dogs tonight. I'm like, oh, God, hot dogs again. You know, so-and-so's eating ribs and stuff down the street. And she's like, well, be thankful for your gut. And then I don't, for, I forget, you know, people in other countries or other states or even the same state are on the street. Or they don't have anything that we have. I should be lucky I'm eating. Right, because I mean, literally, she literally doesn't mean Africa. Oh yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What they're what, what they're saying is, you know, there's other always people that are less fortunate. Absolutely. Than you. I remember too, because um, I think I was probably I was probably maybe two or three years old because I remember we had gone to Mexico, mm-hmm. and, and, and I and I and I remember this specifically because I think I was traumatized from seeing my first midget. <laughs> At two years old, I little remember, person. Yeah, I remember, oh, sorry, little person. Yeah, I, I saw. I just remember it was, I was about two years old because I remember being that being that young. Mm-hmm. And then I remember the one thing my mom had told me was because when we were getting back on the bus to, to go back home, mm-hmm. um, I remember we had. I remember it was Reese's, and um, I had like a pack. And I remember I remember like my mom like, oh, you know, you know, uh, you know give the pack to the to the kid. The, the kid selling chocolates. Mm-hmm. And then I was, I remember thinking like, <laughs> I'm going to eat this candy. Like, what are you talking about? And then she, she told me like, I remember she told me like, um, whenever you have extra, always give. And I remember that. I mean, being that young and I remember that. Wow. And I remember at that point, like I looked at the kid, I remember seeing 
his clothes. I remember, I remember his face. I remember how how dirty and everything he looked, and how sad he looked. Mm-hmm. And so, like at that point, like that always stuck with me. Like you know, may, we we may not always have extra, you know, money, especially right now. Mm-hmm. But you know, can we can we donate our time? Mm-hmm. Sending a text, sending an email, calling someone, saying, "Hey, how's it going?" Mm-hmm. You know, um, sometimes that's what somebody needs. You know, especially the way things are going now. We don't know who who lost their job. We don't know who's struggling with what. We don't know who's about to lose their cars or their place of living. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, maybe they be they're on that edge, but making that effort and going forward and just seeing if someone's okay, checking in. That's another form of positivity that you're pushing forward because that's showing other people that you care that you're there for them you know maybe you maybe maybe you can in some way alleviate whatever they're going through as well you know that's an excellent point because you know when stuff like that happens maybe just out of the blue by divine intervention even you feel the need to like what you said send a text to so-and-so because i haven't heard from them for a while or i haven't seen them and maybe they're at a low point to where they get that text and you're up building and you're positive and you're nice or just being genuinely caring. They see that as like the best gift ever because they needed that conversation or they needed that form of wisdom that you shared or just the high or just to see how they're doing. Because you don't know how much it makes a difference because I know you've been there, like I said, and I've been there too. But, you know, where someone didn't know my situation and all of a sudden they just called to say, hey, man, how's it going, dude? Like, you know, are you all right? You know, do you need anything? And it wasn't because they knew my situation, just they felt the need to ask and it meant the world to me. So I can see your point. Like if you're humble and you just show that you care, not only is that showing your character, but that's upbuilding to so many other people. And it can help you too, because the response they give you back, like, Hey, Joe, I really needed that. I'm glad you texted me can make your day too. Right. So give and take. Yeah. And then what was I going to say was that when, um, Dang, I lost my thought. It was going to be somewhere along, along that lines saying that you... All right, well, I guess we'll just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had it, but then I lost it. Sorry, sorry. I hope I didn't oh, no, 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 detract no, 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 no. Um, But you, you did bring up the thing that, that I want to touch on, too. Like, if I don't take you off what you were trying to remember, but... I might remember it. That boy that you, that you talked about, that's still being ingrained into your mind. And the midget. Yeah, the midget <laughs> is is a testament to your mom, and then also you learning a life lesson, like like your your mom gave you that, and you didn't just toss it to the side. You kept that in your mind and used that right now as inspiration for you to say what you had to say and, and, and learn a life lesson learned. So I think that's pretty cool because that's where parenting comes in too, how you're raised, and if you're raised the right way you're going to say not always the, every time the right thing but you're going to make some good decisions in life or have some good qualities that other people are going to pick up and be like okay you know that guy gets it you know he's yeah. he's been raised the right way you know someone mentored him and he's you know right um i remember what i was going to say was that a lot of times we could beat ourselves up um, because of negativity mm-hmm. 
and um, we could use that point as a lesson because if we really want to help individuals and you know spread that positivity we could then use when we're low to see okay what would I want somebody to tell me at this point so how can I use this information and apply it to my friends and family instead of you being bitter about it um, again you know it starts with with you making that forward move mm -hmm. and how you use it like you said because it's in the way that you use it <laughs> do, do. <laughs> <laughs> Acapella. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, do we have the rights to that song? No. no. <laughs> that's why I sing it off key. There, there you go. Well, we have you have 15 seconds, and then they, that's when they start banning you and complaining. <laughs> but um, but yeah, you know that's that's a good point too because um, you have to. Um, I guess when we're when we're when people do bad things in life, they're always categorized. Unfortunately, sometimes, well, well, they were raised wrong or they didn't have a father figure. They didn't have a mother figure. You know, they, they hung around the wrong people. Um, that's highlighted more than positive stuff. You know, like, whereas if you're out there cleaning up after the riots or you're doing stuff that's in the community, helping out, you know, where you can, where you're not really the rich person, but you're offering your time to do certain things most times that's overlooked but the best part is it's appreciated by those that see it mm -hmm. uh, it's overlooked in the grand scheme of things was what I mean because usually negativity is focused on so much more than the good that comes out of things and you don't have to look far to see that in what's going on today and in life in general like so many times we're just we're just thinking about okay well so many people died but we're not talking about how many recovered and then we're not talking about how things are better here, but they're, you know, we're just focusing on what's worse there. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think in life too, if we can make that a point in our lives to be like, okay, well, we don't have the two cars and the house that we own, but we have this. But we can get to point A and point B. Yes. And we have a job and we have food in our fridge or our, or like the best part is we're all healthy. You know, that's, a lot of things that are looked over was is so many people want materialistic things right and they forget about the most important is your health or in your family's health right because because i mean what's what's the point of all that mm -hmm. you know you're just going to be striving and striving and striving for something that's that's on tv that's glamorized but I mean, just just the odds of, of anything coming out from those kind of things, you know, then trying to strive for that, you're, you're just you're just digging yourself in a hole. Yeah. You know, you're not gonna you're not going anywhere at that point. You're fooling yourself. All right, and it's all stress that doesn't have to be mm -hmm. have to be there. Exactly. So then, in my my question to you is, how would you how would you view things in life as far as like being being able to or what is joe's points as far as being in a happy you know having a happy life happy personality happy look at things like what are your what are the things that you would recommend to other people to have those type of thoughts or points or goals run on questions sorry that's okay <laughs> the main thing would probably just slow down just slow down just slow down 
take the time to to observe to meditate on on things now you know why does this stress me out mm-hmm. you know when, when you actually stop and break it down again you have to break your ego okay because nobody wants to be wrong <sighs> right, you, you don't want to be wrong right? nope i don't want to be wrong Mm-mm. especially in front of people <laughs> yeah you know and then if we are our hardest critics you know we we know subconsciously what we have to change mm-hmm. you know what we have to um you know or or or, or uh, we know subconsciously why something's bothering us or it, or we know that it's silly so sometimes it's again swallowing that pride and maybe saying like you know what i shouldn't have said that to so and so i should have thought about this because a lot of times well, you know when you let emotions overrun you and you just say whatever is coming out because that's how your brain you know works you know you want you want to automatically say you know what you're feeling you know at that moment your emotions but a lot of times that overruns the logic that's happening in front of us so when you take the time to slow down and actually process things you can see that not everything is as bad as it looks you know, that shadow wasn't a monster. It was, you know, it was a coat hanger or, you know, in a rag or something. Um, it, it becomes easier to to brush everything off. Yeah. Once you realize that it's not that big of a deal. But it's that, it's that taking the time to actually realize that and being able to realize it is the hard part. Mm. I see your point. Because if we're not able to see what's in the mirror, we're just fooling ourselves. I mean, we could always have an unrealistic um, opinion of ourselves. We can have ourselves, we can be like the type of bragger that builds ourselves up to something we're not going to live up to. Nothing wrong with being confident. Yeah. But, you know, there's, there's just people that throw it in your face for absolutely no reason. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be like that. And um, like you said, the, the best thing you said is the humble thing is being, is being humble. And, uh, but it's kind of hard though. I mean, in other states of the world or other states of the country and other the world as well, it's easier to kind of take things slow because the pace is slow. Right. But like in cities like New York and here, California, it's kind of hard to do that because everything's so fast paced. Right. And everyone wants things done yesterday. And if you slow down and tie your shoes, someone's going to kick you in the butt. <laughs> yeah. Away, you know? yeah. Exactly. Because there's no room for, there's no room for air. Right. And, and look how stressed out everybody is. Yeah. Exactly for that, for that way, because everything is so fast paced. Like, let me get through Let me get through Everything's about me. Everything is about, uh, you know, being selfish. Oh yeah. You know, get out of my way and all this stuff that, you know, the love for man is gone. It's the love for individual is gone because all that, like the point you brought out about bragging, mm-hmm. all those people who are on social media and just posting their stuff with these long paragraphs about, you know, description about we're doing this and that and doing that constantly. When you stop and you actually realize that instead of being jealous, you become, you know, begin to pity that person because most of that time is them just taking a picture of it and you know they probably spent at least 30 40 minutes thinking of that paragraph that they wrote you know just writing just saying. particularly mm-hmm. you know and and, and and you know all you're seeing is them painting this picture but in reality that probably only happened for 10 seconds and they moved on to the next thing before they posted so what joy are they getting out of that 
true. That's what you got to come to realize is that you gotta you gotta slow down. <laughs> you gotta slow down, man. So you're saying they're the type of person that's at the beach, taking in that sunset that you know they wrote a three or four page paragraph for, right. but they're not really taking it in because they spent. Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you mean. Yeah, because you have the people that are standing out there and looking at it. Wow, look at the colors and this and that. But you have that person that walks up, takes a picture, and then walks away. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, spends the time on there looking at, looking at it. Um, it's it, it, they, spend, they get more thrill out of, out of posting the pictures or, or, seeing, or seeing themselves instead of actually being in the moment. Got you. And that gets... You know that's time, that's time wasted. It gets lost in translation too because right. you're you're not there for what you're looking at, which which is weird because you're posting about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, nothing wrong with taking a picture and yeah. then like observing it. You know, that's two mm -hmm. different things because uh, because you know, uh, we, as humans, we're we're technically cyborgs. Yeah, because we have our phones that are that are attached to us. Um, we do we perfect, do have a number yeah <laughs> with perfect with perfect memory mm -hmm. i mean you take a picture of your of your phone i mean you take a picture with your phone yeah the picture looks exactly the same from when you took it mm -hmm. but you know other than us taking us taking um, trying to remember something that a we visual. saw yeah yeah but look how day. clear your your visual was of that little midget <laughs> <laughs> you still remember <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true Sure, I'm, I'm, I can't wait for the technology to bring that out so you can see what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Um, just the picture, like, like for me too. I remember a sunrise after work one time. I used to work graveyard, and I went, got out a little early, and I went up to this one hill and just took in a sunrise. And I remember exactly how the weather felt that morning. I could smell it, you know, the with the trees, it was like pine trees, and then just that actual just seeing the sunrise was beautiful, and that kind of stuff is super positive, but we don't focus on it, like you said, because we're like in a, in a rush, and like you brought up what I wanted to say too, with that picture of the person taking, there's nothing wrong with that, but like if they're popular and they post that, they're going to be spending all their time responding to all the people saying, hey, great right. picture, where oh, are you at? You. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Liking all their comments and all that. Mm-hmm. That takes away from everything. So, um, right, because that's what you're just focused on. It's just that. Mm hmm. And as far as like, I wanted to ask you a question too. As far as, um, being positive, like if you see somebody, um, what is your advice to people that, say, for instance, have had that kind of selfish attitude to where they're kind of judgmental of people that are down or having issues? Or maybe they don't know they're having issues, but they're acting a certain way. Like, what would be your advice to them as far as, you know, the way that they would be treating them, those other people? Like having a negative vibe, like the people that have negative vibes towards other people, for whatever reason. What would be their, well, well first of all, they'd have to want to change, right? Yeah, they'd have to want to change. Um, I guess for them to be able to, st I, I, again, has to come from humility mm -hmm. you have to look at somebody and see them as yourself you know put them put yourself in in their situation mm -hmm. um, even if it's someone you don't you don't like you know 
yeah. just trying as hard as you can to find at least one good thing about an individual. You, you, you then come to find out by doing that is that sometimes that person's cooler than what you expected too. Yeah, damn right. Know? And then you start to wonder, you know, who else is as cool as this or who views me this mm-hmm. way, you know? Um, I would, yeah, I would say... Learn, learn to feel people's pain. <laughs> mm, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. Um, sort of like putting your yourself in their shoes, kind of. That's the only way I could think of it. Just because, I mean, it depends on how you are. Someone who's a narcissist is always going to think about themselves. You know, true. Sometimes it takes us to. Sometimes it takes you to fail. Mm. Super hard. You know, and then just seeing the love that other people give you, mm. and seeing that it's not always about you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, one thing kind of got me thinking of is uh, I had a friend Jeremy. Well, he's a basketball player. We used to play basketball with. He moved away, but um, when I first started playing, or he played with us, he was cocky, and I couldn't stand arrogant, cocky people. And he was just like talking so much trash. To the point where, like, now I wanted to throw fists with him, you know. <laughs> and um, know yeah, and it was it wasn't until one day we went out to eat, all of us, and I was mad that he was there. Oh, okay. But long story short, in the course of the conversation and us sitting down, he was a different person on off the court than he was on the court. And I began to realize that that was just his alter ego, and the real Jeremy was a really cool guy. And we had a lot in common. And I would, like you said, you wouldn't have known that if, you, you know, you were saying that if you didn't get a chance to, um, you know, know the person or, or put yourself in the shoes. So, right. And then again, too, you, you, what if they're having a bad day? Yeah, true. You know. And then, well, like you said, sometimes competitiveness gets gets the best out of yeah. us. Yeah. And it's, again, again, with like addictions, mm-hmm. competitiveness. We could probably talk about that one next. Yeah. <laughs> Um, sometimes that just chemistry especially being males Mm -hmm. you know all that testosterone oh yeah uh, it's always about it's always about having your chest puffed up Mm -hmm. you know it's always about being the beta well I I guess it depends on if you're an alpha if you're if you're you're, I mean if you're alpha but if you're a beta you know I guess you don't think that way (laughs) but um yeah so it's easy it, it's so easy just to just to hurry up just to throw just to kind of you know cut off a, a connection mm-hmm. especially especially when you're used to doing that a lot and just automatically thinking that you know that they're just they're, they're just terrible persons and we'll leave it at that like for instance if you would have said if you would have just left it in your mind and let that swarm let that just swarm in you do you think you would have seen that he was a good uh, individual after all no you would have been no. Just whatever you would have said would have annoyed you, mm-hmm. you know. So you have to have an open mind, you know, as well. Or sometimes it's just a situation. Put yourself in another situation. Instead yeah. of basketball, you're eating, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, because I had my mind made up until we went out that night, and it wasn't because I was talking to him or he was talking to me. I just heard how he was talking with everyone else, and I started 
hearing he was into the same kind of stuff I was into. So that developed a conversation. And then it says, I threw all that aside that I thought of before. I was like, you know what? Maybe he's just like that on the court. But even after that, we got on the same page. He didn't treat me like he did after that. You know what I mean? So it was weird. So sometimes it just takes that connection to do that. Because if you if you would have kept that mindset where forget this guy, mm-hmm. that would have ruined everybody's. Oh, yeah. Because everybody, everybody can pick up on it, especially when everybody's close to each other and everybody knows how each other works. You could feel tension. Oh. Tension's real. I mean, that's why they say you need <laughs> attention with a knife. Yeah. Because you could feel it. You could, It's like... I can't wait for it for them to be able to to uh, measure emotions or something because that that's definitely something that that's out there. You know that it could have been a whole different route, but but see how that was put on a positive spin because you actually gave him a chance, mm-hmm. and, that's, and that in a way was a positive outcome. Yeah, instead yeah. of you, you know, just not not letting it go because he could have been the same way too. Yeah. I could have just been like, no, he's a dick, and just leave it at that. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, all right, well. <laughs> but, um, but no, I, I see what you mean. And then, like, I want to ask you, like, have you ever been in that situation where you maybe see a friend with an ex that shows up or two guys you know that don't get along or two girls that you don't get along? I mean, you just said it right now, cutting it with a knife. I mean, isn't it super awkward? Oh, I mean, yeah. Like do, you, <laughs> like, do you ever, like, try to, like, to make the first move to, to throw something out there positive to where they can maybe interact or you kind of like or would you be the type of guy that kind of would be like all right well, let's stay on this side let's kind of keep them away from each other now <laughs> <laughs> now this guy I, I would definitely try to you know either keep them away or try to try to find a common ground gotcha Gotcha. You know, especially if you know the two individuals. And that situation. Yeah, you can find some kind of common ground where you guys could at least maybe, well, like, well, like you, you know how you smooth it over with that guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll smooth over things. Because mm-hmm. um, it is hard, because I'm sure you've been there where you have a group of friends, and you do have a couple people that you're good friends with both of them, but it's just they're at each other's neck. Right. Right, right, right. And there's nothing you could do about that because everybody has different upbringings or, mm-hmm. have, or has different, um, uh, well, you know, upbringings or backgrounds, same thing, uh, different values. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we're, all, we're not always going to, we're not always going to to get along, but that doesn't mean we always have to be the one to, to cast a rock, you know? Oh, that's true. Because then you're just putting putting the bad, bad vibes out there for no reason, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're, you're just not making things better. Yeah, exactly. And then that's just going to antagonize somebody. It's just going to get worse. Yeah, and then, then it's sort of... I've been in a situation like that, too, where it gets people to f- choose sizes. Sizes. Sides. Mm-hmm. So you don't want that either. You know, you'd rather be, like, the peacemaker or at least be someone that... Say, for instance, like, I know you. your personality is probably something to say something sarcastic as a joke mm-hmm. to get everyone to laugh. Mm-hmm. And if that's positive in a way because or maybe you just make a joke on you or me or someone that's at the table that you know can take it but it's funny to everybody to where that can ease the tension whereas instead of you know you being the kind of guy which you're not to be like whispering in ears I mean like kind of looking over at the other person or, or, or walk by without saying hi or something yeah obvious because you want to be good with this person but not that one you know so yeah, I mean, causing division too that's 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 not a positive thing not at all <laughs> not at all especially nowadays yeah i mean you know it's uh, you know um, positive is at addition not not division yeah <laughs> god <laughs> 
So we gotta take the Magic Johnson and light it. <laughs> you know, yeah. take his. That dude's always positive. But um, nice. <laughs> nice. It took me a second to get that. I, got, I totally got that. Nice. <laughs> There's no way he can be negative. <laughs> well, I know he's got enough money and he's still alive. Well, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, I think we just. Um, it, it's so it's so difficult like you said great point too everyone's raised different so even if you're you are trying at least you're making the 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 um what is it called you're t- you're taking the time to make the the try i know i'm losing the word but um anyway what i'm trying to say is you're making the effort to try to bring people together and at least people will see that if you're being positive about it whereas you could go the negative way and then just totally blow off everyone, cause division, and make it worse than what it really is. And it just doesn't go like that for friends. But it goes for family, for because family chooses sides. Sometimes family's worse than friends. You know what I mean? Like you can, like for me, honestly, I could talk about all the positivity I want, <clears throat> but in my situation, I haven't talked to my sister in ten years, and it hurts. Um, but it's just something we can't. It's a inner. It's it's a tough position to be in. There's a long story to it. And we've tried reaching out over the few years, but it just hasn't it hasn't happened. So, and there's just some people you just you can't get to get over things. And then, but then it amazes me how my own blood I can't relate to or get along with. Yet I have several friends of different races, nationalities, and whatever, and we feel more like family than than she does. And it's sad but it's part of life and i try to be positive about things and you know i I would someday want things to change with my sister but in all actuality i just don't see it happening but it's you know i I can't beat myself up for it i'm sure she's not it's just the way the way it is and you just have a, a hope for maybe later but as of right now it is what it is you know again you know you don't know what yeah, that's true. I so, mean, you know, I mean, it's good that you're not beating up, you're, you know, beating yourself up about it. And like you said, you guys tried reaching out. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I guess there's no <laughs> blood on your hands, right? I mean, yeah, there's, there's really not because um, <clears throat> we had the best chance um, three years ago to make up. And when my mom was passing and she never showed up, she didn't want to show up. Like, she's already written off the family. So it's like... Oh. Yeah, so for me, I think I think that was the. I mean, I had to say it at the time because I was so angry and so upset because I know how much my mom wanted to say goodbye to her. So um, it was sort of like the nail in the coffin for me. Like I could, it was like an unforgivable thing, but I can't say that now to where it's gonna be a closed door for good. It's just that really hurt. Oh yeah. You know, and and to see my dad not being able to talk sense into her, where she was always, you know. Um, daddy's girl that was hard to see too so but um you know that's why i'm saying like sometimes family can hurt more than friends and in in relationships even you know right that's why it's important too to be positive and keep everybody up because we're you know those people that you have in your lives you know (laughs) they're all you got yeah yeah i mean there's certain ones that i've grown up with that I never had a brother or a brother figure. Me either. But I, I treat them as that have helped mentor me over 
you know where because my dad was such a at a disconnect i mean my dad's a great guy but it's just we never connected because he was so far apart in age you know he had me later in life so it's hard for him to connect with my generation or just he never reached out to me like he would reach out to others and i'm cool with that i'm good with that i'm not holding that against him <clears throat> but i did have people that were hanging around me and would help me out in certain situations or teach me life lessons that maybe he couldn't relate to and it was for the positive and that's another way you can help somebody too you know that maybe doesn't have a father figure doesn't have a mother figure doesn't have a brother or a sister a big brother big sister to help guide them right because who knows that pain better than someone else who's going through it absolutely absolutely and that's another way maybe somebody could kind of open up you know with you they see you going through the same thing and they understand that you know what they're going through because a lot of people i mean bless their souls (laughs) they try Mm. they try to say things or they you know they try to comfort you Mm-hmm. But you know, the back of the head sometimes it's just like you don't know what this is about. You, know, you don't know, like, th- thank you, but yeah, thanks. <laughs> you know, thank you, but thanks. Yeah. Um, that's another thing, too. I mean, being open like that, just have more people being drawn to you. Yeah, that's true because there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. I still remember to this day uh, a person that was just like, you know, after I had gone through some stuff and he knew about it. <clears throat> He would come up to me and be like at a meeting and be like, uh, hey, um, are you okay? You know, how you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm fine. And I appreciate that, right? Because, you know, how you doing? You're reaching out. You branched out. But then what he did on top of it bothered me, which I had to tell him like three or four times later. Because <laughs> he would say, you know, hey, how are you doing? Are you, are you all right? Yeah. But then he would add on, but are you really all right? <laughs> Why ask? <laughs> oh. No. If you're going to do that, dude. Oh, yeah, no, no. I totally understand you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I would have told you the first time, guy. Yeah, right? <laughs> I would have been like, well, let's sit down. You know, I got some problems. But, oh, wait, the way you said it the second time, you know what? I, I, you know, yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and sit down. You're right. I, I took <laughs> that to the heart, man, so many times. And finally, I had to tell him, I'm like, hey, dude, you know, I really would appreciate it if you take my first answer as it is. What was his response? And he's like, oh, I didn't know I offended you. <laughs> I'm like, how did you not know, man? I mean, I my face dropped every time he did it. So, yeah. <laughs> the observe thing. That's why it's sometimes, too, it's good to observe because some people just don't want to hear it either. That's true. <laughs> you know, you can be as positive as you want to individuals, but they're just going to be toxic, and that's just how they are. And I mean, at that point, you kind of have to pity them. Yep. That is true. Because they don't know any other way of life, and it's sad because, I mean, they, they bury themselves in that hole and they can't get out of it. Everybody else around them, they're like a black hole and everybody else gets, gets sucked in with them. Yeah, because that's, that's a great point, because the way you are as an outward appearance, especially if you're a, a big part of your family or, you, you know, the head or whatever of the household, and you're acting one way, being a you know negative the other way like you said it's going to rub off on everybody yeah and then they're going to pick up on that and they're going to be negative yeah. trickle down yeah um it's just negative but some don't even want to be around you mm-hmm. at that point yeah yeah and that's that's sad because uh that can ru- ruin relationships uh you know not just friends but family and it can you know it could even hurt things at work you know, if you're always that guy at work, ain't no one gonna want to work with you. Yeah. Ain't no one wanna gonna promote you. No one's gonna, your customers aren't gonna want to be around you. Yeah. 
Yeah. The, I mean, you'll see if you're obviously working with a public like you and me do. If you have a bad attitude, I've been around guys who, you know, they do great work. They're just jerks. Yeah. And they don't get promoted or they get let go because you're representing a company and you're walking around with a negative, you know, non-positive attitude and just treating people like crap not, with no respect. The company's going to be like, why do we Why do we have this guy? Yeah. You know, he's a reflection on us. They're going to think all of our employees are like this. Right. So... Yeah, I mean, as far as being positive, I mean, I guess that's what I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I think this is the most we've ever said the word positive in any positive, kind of thing. Positive, positive, positive. <laughs> Six more times. <laughs> we're, we're, we're sponsored by uh, by a cream called Positive. <laughs> we're that itch that, that just won't stop. <laughs> we're positive you have that itch. <laughs> Especially if you're listening to this. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. So that's a good show, Joe. Yeah, I agree, Todd. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, at some point, we'll have a good intro for this and a good outro. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, you know, again, it's just about finding that rhythm again. It's been a long time since we actually had a conversation. Yeah. And yeah. again, <laughs> a real one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one more where I'm actually only seeing one of you talking to me. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're not looking at the side wall or something. You're looking right <laughs> eye to eye for once. I'm not yelling into my beer. <laughs> yeah, I mean those were fun yelling though. Come on, yeah, some of those were pretty funny. Those were good, man. <laughs> where my where my dad can hear you at the other house oh, from the. <laughs> you know, there was a certain point where I hit a sweet spot. Where it was just right. Oh yeah, and, yeah. But, you know. That only lasts for a little bit. Because yeah, he was like <laughs> a few minutes later, I'd go out and he's like, "Who is yelling out there?" <laughs> I'm just like, ah! <laughs> like, go. Oh, we were in time traveling. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That was, <laughs> that was some crazy times, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we can move forward with the with with the uh, with the plus. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Positivity. With the positivity. And then, uh, I keep this going, man. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll definitely be navigating through some more n- uh, murky waters, and you'll hear some more episodes, right? Bloop, bloop. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So for Todd and Joe, well, when is not just exactly. <laughs>